Tres. Cuatro. Covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad, this is IDP Nation. Manning back, pops, he fires to the far side, it's intercepted, and running into the touchdown! Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage. Daniel has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down, that's a sack! Here are the hosts of IDP Nation, Hollywood and Kyle B. Welcome to IDP Nation. I am Hollywood. I'm joined by Kyle. What's going on, Kyle? What's happening, Hollywood? We're back at it, buddy. We're back at it. Guess who's back? Back again. Back again. And we got ourselves one of our favorite returning guests. It's been a minute since he's been able to join us, but we're happy that he took the time to hang out with us again. And that is our buddy Z Mags. What's happening, Zach? What's up, guys? How's it going? It's Just going. Chilling bud. like a villain. Oh, hell yeah. Not happy to have you back, man. It's been too long. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, it's, uh, man, I, I, can't, I can't even, I, I can't even tell you how long it's been. But, um, yeah, uh, it's great to be back. You know, I missed you guys. You know, I couldn't stay away for too long. Um, <laughs> you know, it has been a while, like we said. But, yeah, back on, uh, back on day shift now. Um, took me a while to get there. Um, had to work my butt off, kind of prove myself. But, I'm on day shift and I get to kind of have a normal life again. And um, it's easier to be dad on day shift too. So awesome. That's what matters most to me. Yeah, so. dude. Absolutely. Happy to hear things are going well. And, and that's awesome, man. And we're Appreciate happy. You're able, oh, for sure, dude. I'm uh, happy to hear it and happy you're able to join us. Thank you. Thank you. You betcha. Yes. Good to be Much back. Glad to have you back, man. Much I glad to see you, Hollywood. And I'm tired you. of talking to Kyle. I'm like, damn, I need somebody. <laughs> I have much, much, much glad to be here. Well, well, good. It's all about the glad. It is. It is. We're all about the, we're all about the glad. It, the the more glad, the the better. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yep. right. Mm-hmm. So it's been a busy week. Mm-hmm. It's been a weird trade one. Deadline. Yeah, it's been a weird one. Trade deadline. Some freaking injuries. Freaking stupidity. Just mm-hmm. And maybe, I don't know if you're going to stick around for the Patreon or not. Um, I have to be up at 5 in the morning, so I probably won't be able to join you for that. Okay. But. Cool. We'll see. We'll we'll see how yeah. long this this main section is, and then we'll we'll uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll see when we but get we there. May, we may get we'll into assess. some of the offensive stuff or whatever, but it's been a crazy week. Tread deadline, injuries, like I said, stupidity, and all that stuff. Um, you said it. It's been a crazy week, and I don't mm. remember a week being this completely crazy all around. In any recent memory, I mean, I know there's been things happen here and there, but 
all in one week. I mean, we've kind of ran the gamut this week with stuff. Offense, defense, on field, off the field, <laughs> injuries, just it's uh, it's been crazy to say the least. Definitely. Yeah, it's been a, been a heck of a week. So with that said, I guess we'll uh, we will uh, jump into the news and notes, Kyle. You want to go ahead and rock and roll then? All right, man, let's do it. little news and notes action. Um, first off, the Denver Broncos trade Von Miller to the Los Angeles Rams for a second and third round picks in 2022. Ooh. That that was a big one. Um, Zach, what's your thoughts, buddy? Let you kick it off. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's what else is there to say other than wow for this one? Um, you know, Von Miller, what is he? Is he 30? Uh, yeah, 32, 32, 32, I think. So, okay. You know, you know, he's had some injuries history the past couple of seasons. I think he's even been hurt once this year. Um, but you know, when Von Miller's on it, like he was early this season, um, he's still a game wrecker. Um, so when he's playing on the same line as Aaron Donald, uh, I feel bad for the other teams. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. 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 Sure. And then they got to worry about Jalen Ramsey, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Um, Floyd. God, just good luck. Good luck to the rest of the NFL to figure that one out. Because if you can't stop Von Miller – you got Donald. If you can stop Miller, you got Donald coming at you. If you can, if you can stop Donald, you got Miller. And then if you if you can stop somehow stop both of them, you still got to worry about Leonard Floyd, even though he's he, you know he's not a superstar, but he still makes plays and things happen. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I yep. agree. It's it's the the Rams are just super interesting because they just the chips are all in. Like we're just you know we're going for it. That's their philosophy. You love to see it too. It's cool. Just they're just like, hey, we're we're putting all the chips in, trading our picks for players that are gonna help us now to get to get the title. And yeah, like what a great addition. When Bond Miller's healthy, he's still he's still got plenty of juice. Yet, like Zach said, you add him to Aaron Donald. Um, Sebastian Joseph Day's playing well on the inside as well. You got Leonard Floyd, Terrell Lewis has flashed a bit. Jalen Ramsey, uh, I mean the safety's been playing well. I mean, it's just oh, like, Ernest Jones. Ernest Jones. Just Ernest Jones. Ernest Jones. Yeah. I mean, what a what a big addition to to an already good defense and um a team that's hey, we're they're going for it. It's it's cool to see them just take here's the picks, give us good players. We're we're on it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Daryl, what do you yeah? What do you what do you think, buddy? Um I mean, it's I like it for both of them, really. I mean, yeah, uh, the Rams are getting a pretty legit pass rusher, one of the best in history, uh, former Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so he's got the experience. I mean, he knows what he's doing. Um, I think he's better than – I think he's got a lot left and better than some of the other things they've tried in the past with, like, Clay Matthews and, and some of those guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Love Clay, but he was not. Yeah, I think he was just a little further, closer to being done than what Miller yeah, is. He was a shell, um, you know. 
And then they didn't quite have the defense that they have now with Ramsey and Jones and Day and and Floyd and all those guys. So, and then for Miller, uh, you're walking into basically, uh, uh, you know, you're the you're the final bullet in the chamber. You know, you're walking into a loaded gun there. So they, I mean, they can fire all bullets and just uh, just hammer down. So I, I like it for both of them. I, yeah, the good fantasy. <laughs> I think it kind of makes him relevant again. A little bit. Yeah, especially if he's got like DL designation, like on sleeper, or if he's if he's an edge. I mean, for sure. Um, yeah, and like you said, you liked it for both teams. It's uh, pretty solid compensation too for the Broncos. You know, getting a second and a third, so two day two picks for a thirty two year old pass rusher, and you know they're kind of not ready to to roll like like the Rams are. So make makes sense. Um, yeah, that's uh, that was a big one. That was an exciting. Exciting move to kick things off there, man. <clears throat> the next uh, next piece of news here, another trade, the Pittsburgh Steelers trade Melvin Ingram to the Kansas City Chiefs for a sixth-round pick in 2022. Thoughts? I don't know okay. if y'all read the, read the comments, but there were some interesting comments between the two. Yeah, I um, saw a little bit. I guess, you know, Ingram was kind of like peace out or whatever. And then they asked Tomlin, he's like, well, we want players that want to be here. Yep. So I don't know exactly what was going on, but there, there was, we want volunteers, not something, right? Yeah. Yeah. We want players that, how did he say it? We want people volunteer to be here. So I almost took it. There, there's something there. I don't know what it was, but yeah. there's something there. So well, yeah. well Ingram was, yeah. Ingram was pissed after his role. It really got scaled back here recently, and he was he was uh, voiced his yeah, opinion about not being nothing. No, yeah, exactly. But then he got more pissed when he saw less playing time and Alex Highsmith's uh, playing well. And that's yeah, the so nature of the NFL, they're going to go yeah. with the young guy that's producing more and in his chair. Yeah. yeah, so he wasn't happy, and like you said, there was some uh, friction there with some stuff being said. The Chiefs need a pass rusher because they just didn't get much. That defense is just not good right now and um they need to get some more pressure and taking a shot on ingram makes sense for them you know because they they could use somebody so he gets to go somewhere where he could he's, he's going to get some more run and he probably outwars welcome in pittsburgh by the sounds of it um zach what do you think buddy um yeah i mean i, I basically uh have heard and read the same things that you guys are saying that he was pretty much kind of causing a stir in the locker room and we all know how Tomlin is about that. Yeah. So um that was a pretty much your trade was looking to looking to come along and uh not surprised that um the Chiefs went after him because the Chiefs needed um some pass rush help. Yep. We'll see if uh Ingram can give them a hand. Um I feel like uh He's he's that he's with that type of player who's probably on the downward turn of his career. So hopefully, if he there it is, he can uh try to right the ship in Kansas City for a couple. Yeah, but of how seasons. how bad do you, does Kansas City? I don't want to say this. How bad does Kansas City have to feel about their pass rush? Well, they brought in Melvin for... Ingram. Right. So, that's my yeah. Point. Yeah. Exactly. Which, nope. Yeah. The one good thing that I heard is this possibly 
this possibly kicks Chris Jones back inside the defensive tackle. And yeah. I think that's where he's at his best. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah. 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 Which is good. And then it is and then that wrist injury was bothering him. So if he's get if that's kind of behind him and then kick him back in, could see a better second half here from Chris Jones. That's an excellent point. Frank Clark had Frank Clark had a sack in uh garbage time too. So Frank Clark finally finally hitting the stat sheet. Yeah. My goodness. I didn't touch that guy this year. I don't I think I got rid of him everywhere I could. That's what she said. I might have him in one league, if if anything. But you know, I try to get rid of him everywhere. I'm just not. Yeah, not he's, not fun. he's not fun to start every week. I have to do it in a couple leagues because I'm just. Yeah, if you're starting every week, you're you're kind of in trouble a little it's bit. It's not fun. I think we're um, all struggling in the the sleeper listener league. Oh God, I I said this last week with uh, when Mike Waller was with us. Um, Shout out, Mike. But I, I'm consistently rolling out Kyle Juszczyk in my running back position. In that, <laughs> that league? league? Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yep. man. Which I beat him in this week. Cha-ching. Yeah, 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 yeah. In both listener leagues, I've beat him in both listener leagues in back-to-back weeks. I think Kyle got me in this one already. I got you in the in the MFL one this week, didn't I? Me? Or last, yeah. No, I'm not an NFL, MFL one. Oh, yeah. I mean, Daryl. I think I beat Daryl. No, no. Yeah. Where the did hell you? is this kid? See, you mm-hmm. don't even want to own up to it. It doesn't matter. I'm no, if sure. I did, you, I mean, if you did, you did. I, I Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I will say you've owned me in all our leagues this year. I'm, I'm not afraid to admit uh, it. You've Zach, it's going to be hard for Zach to repeat this year in the sleeper league, though. Yeah, it is. I, I lost Russell Wilson. <laughs> you better get on the move, dude. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I think I'm. I'm think I'm just gonna. I might make the playoffs, but I'm not gonna make it to the end. Don't give so up hope, man. Isn't somebody undefeated in that league? What well, is it? Me, I know, I know that. Look. Yeah, I know, I know it's in not the, me. the one on MFL, uh, Fantasy Ray went undefeated for. Gosh, he was like twelve or thirteen and zero before he finally lost. I mean, he was just running rough shot Rolling. over everybody and and got in the playoffs and but out. Got blasted. Hmm. All right. Well, let's uh, let's keep continuing. Another pass rusher trade here: the Houston Texans trade defensive end Charles Amenehu to the San Francisco 49ers for a late round pick in 2023. I thought that what? was a good little pickup for San Francisco. I agree. I um, I agree. He hasn't. You know. He hasn't, he hasn't gotten the sack column yet this year. I don't believe. Or wait, I don't remember. I think he was the Texans' highest-graded pass rusher, though. He was. He hasn't had a sack this yes. year, and he was leading. That's what it was. He was leading them in pressures. He had six. He has sixteen pressures on the year. He just hasn't gotten the sack column yet. So I mean, he is. He's kind of getting, getting some pressure, getting some stuff done. He just hasn't quite gotten home. And the Texans are just, you know, dumpster fire this year. They're just uh, rebuild year, obviously. And um, 49ers, I mean, he's probably going to be a rotational guy there, but he's a solid guy to have in the mix. And um, injury pops up, you got him. Or, you know, um, like I said, you get fresh legs coming in. He can, oh, he shit. Can, yeah. So um, good move for the 49ers as they make a run here. Sorry, yeah, I was I, I was reading something. Oh, you're fine. Super cheap deal. Uh, Houston is – I'm surprised they didn't dump every piece. Right imaginable 
um, like I said, for San Francisco, I think it's a, a, a really cheap piece that they can plug in. It's going to cost them mm-hmm. basically nothing. And I heard maybe that this possibly lets them kick Eric Armstead back inside. Right. Super versatile, so, dude. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, I like it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not it's not a flashy trade or anything no. like that. But, no. Um, it, I think you know, it helps, it, and I think that's fantasy-wise, I think it helps Omenahue a little bit. I think it ups mm-hmm. his value a little bit. Right, and he's going to go from a rebuild to a contender, you know, a team contending, yeah. I should say. They're they're in the mix, and he had, like you said, he has generated a decent amount of pressure. He just hasn't gotten home, and he's, you know, it it always helps when you play amongst a better defensive line too to uh, maybe get a shot here to to pick things up in the second half. So good move for for San Francisco, cheap deal, added you know another solid piece to their their DL rotation. Zach, what do you think, bud? Yeah, uh, I was actually going to ask if you guys uh, were going to talk about this one, and then I read that it was there. So, um, yeah, I'm 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 a fan of this one. Um, I actually thought Amenahu would kind of have a little breakout this year, so um, maybe he'll be able to do it in San Francisco. Yeah, right he on. Showed man. some flashes. I mean, not yeah. uh, you know, like I said, or one of us said, he's their highest graded pass rusher. So right. Yeah. Um. Next uh, piece of news. This didn't take long. The Green Bay Packers released linebacker Jalen Smith. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. I don't even what? know why you sign a player if you're just going to turn around and release. So I think I think my theory, I guess, is, and it's just a theory. What do I know? But um, they took a shot on him to see, you know, if if he could a fresh start with a new team could, you know, maybe get a little something out of him. And you know it didn't cost him much because Dallas had to eat. Like, remember? I don't remember what we said on the show when he when he got released, Daryl. But it was a good chunk, right? Like right. seven million or something. But uh, they had to eat a good chunk of his salary, so Green Bay brought him in pretty cheap just to see if they could get something out of him. And I mean, he just it wasn't working out. He completely whiffed on a sack. Uh, he was inactive last week, this past week, and the week before he completely whiffed on a sack, and it just <clears throat> hasn't uh, hasn't worked out. So. It, it is what it is. Um, I, I'm not surprised either. But th- they gave it a shot anyway. It's more than they usually yeah. do. Any thoughts from you guys? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> as, a, as a Notre Dame fan, it's sad to see Yes. Jalen Smith just kind of um, – it's like you're watching the end of Breakfast Club, and he's got his fist raised up in the air. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, his fist probably isn't raised at this point. He's probably just like head down, walking into the distance, just like, you know, that's this is Jalen Smith's career, and yeah, that's this is uh unless he can find a job where uh they give absolutely no shit about grades. Um, <laughs> he's uh he'll be okay, but after, other than that, um, I think we're good to say that he's droppable and um, he's not likely to be IDP relevant ever again. Yeah, I, I yeah, agree with I, I would agree. I mean, I, yeah. the possibility is there that. <laughs> 
somebody to take a chance on him. He sticks around for a few years. I don't think it's by any means a role that's meaningful. Um, he's just going to be a backup or depth piece, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is crazy to think to where he came from, you know, how it all started. So, yeah, he was fantastic in college and just that unfortunate injury. And he just, just, uh, you know, he, it's weird though. He's just like, he, he, you can tell he's just, he's so slow and just, mm. uh, yeah. Yeah, it's tough, man. I feel for the dude, but yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I don't see him uh, being IDP relevant here. Um, moving on, uh, here, little Tennessee Titans action for you, Daryl. They released linebacker Avery Williamson after he just uh, rejoined you guys. Um, what you got for us there? Yeah, kind of the same thing as Jalen Smith. You know, he was had those good years in Tennessee and then left in free agency for Pittsburgh and just kind of fizzled out there and there was some hope maybe that he would come back with Evans Evans regressing and but I think you know they decided let's see what the young guy Monty Rice has got. Let's see So what, I'm just gonna you know, say with with Evans out this week we got to see a little Monty Rice action. What do you what do you yeah, well, Brown there? was out too because he's hurt. Evans yep, all of a sudden yep. come up with an ankle injury of yep. some kind. David Long and is the man. He's he's holding it down. And then next David to him Long's this week. The man. And, and uh, they just kind of decided, hey, we're going to roll with the rookie here. And uh, he looked impressive. I mean, Ross did. So I, I like Monty I really Rice in Georgia. I did too. And I kind of hit it in my stock market thing that's coming out this week. I think Rice and Long are going to be – your two linebackers next year. I think Jay yeah. Owens gone because they wanted to let him go last year and there was no market because he was hurt. And Rashawn Evans has just been a disappointment. So they didn't pick up his fifth year option. So right. I think it's long and rice next year. I mean, if I was gambling and, and wanted to take a shot, that would be who I would look to acquire for linebackers is rice and, uh, and um, long. I dig that man. Monty rice, big time stash for next year. Maybe even who knows? Yeah. Maybe even, uh, you know, they, they send Evans to the bench or reduce his role even more. You know, who knows? We, we'll see. But I, I like it. I was curious. I wanted your thoughts on Monty Rice, and I, I dig it, man. I yeah, I mean, he big. looked good in this, you know, getting his first start. He looked he yeah. looked pretty good, made some plays. I mean, I've got him in all the Texas squad. as a rookie, but, yeah, I like him. You got him stashed, Zach? Oh, yeah. I like it, bud. You got me some Monty Rice. Yeah. boy. Um, next uh, piece of news, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports Washington defensive end Montez Sweat suffered a jaw fracture and will be forced to avoid physical contact for the next month. I just saw this as I was hitting record. Yeah, I uh, I, I, I added, like I said, I threw a little bit of stuff in the sheet there before I hopped No, that's here. fine. I just, I but, just didn't uh, see it, and that, this kills yeah. some of my fantasy teams. Um. It's big. Man. I had to, I had avoided injuries for most of the season, and then this week I've I've been between Henry and Sweat. That's been two big blows to my team. So, Zach, what are you thinking? Um, yeah, I just come back to me. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm, man. I'm, I'm struggling to put my my thoughts together. No, all good, man. Uh, yeah, this was a, a big surprise uh, when I came across. I 
didn't hear anything about him being hurt. I thought I maybe heard he. I didn't he either. I thought I thought I might have saw something because I have I have him in a few teams that he uh, missed. He came out late or something, but um, I saw it come across. I'm like, holy smokes! No physical contact for a month. They're you know they're they're pretty thin at defensive end with him out. You know because they they uh, moved uh, Ryan Kerrigan, and um, I mean next guy that you know as far snap wise who's been seeing some a little bit of runs the James Smith Williams the second year. Um, defensive end was he NC State, Daryl? Do you remember? I believe NC State. Uh, that or, sounds right. I don't remember exactly. I don't remember I think, right off top of but my head, I think he got right. in the. I think he got a sack this week, if I remember seeing it. But um, so they they have James Smith Williams, and um, they drafted Shaka Tony day three. Maybe he gets some run, but this is a big loss to a defense that has been disappointing um this year. We expected a lot out of this defense and just haven't it hasn't been great and now it's I a understand big loss why I was so confused. Cause I kept hearing sweat and for some reason my first thought was Josh. No. Uh, no Montez. We're talking Montez. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's why I was sitting there like um I don't know how to comment on this because I don't know <laughs> which sweat we're talking about. Okay. Um <laughs> all right. Um yeah this is uh interesting i i i i don't understand like with i've never understood how a football player gets their jaw broken i mean i like i i i can see it how it happened but it's still it's still crazy um that it happened um yeah you know he's gonna be out for a month I've got him in a few places, so that's going to be fun trying to replace. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's yeah. been su- he's been great. Th- he's not been super great this year, but he's still you know he's still Montez Sweat. But yeah, right. another yeah, one bites the a- dust for the season, I guess. Dang man, he- it's what's that? If he's out, are we grabbing Ionatus now? Um, I mean, probably not a bad gonna- idea. Not a bad idea. Right. I mean, you're, you're like I said, you're looking at James Smith Williams, uh, Casey Tuhill, Shaka Tony. I mean, it's not great behind Sweat as far as the defensive end group. So, Ionitis, you know, he can move around a bit. So, yeah, um, somebody's gonna have to get reps out there. Uh, next, another massive loss here. Um, Vikings coach Mike Zimmer confirmed defensive end Daniel Hunter, Daniel Hunter. Suffered a torn pectoral week eight against the Cowboys and will miss the remainder of the season. This is extremely disappointing. Um, Hunter missed last year um, and came back. We were wondering what it was going to look like with him coming back with the injuries he had and the uncertainty. And he was just awesome once again doing Daniel Hunter stuff. And then this. I'm bummed. I, I got I got Hunter and a few teams, and I'm even as a Packer fan. I just I know Zach, you're an NFC North fan too, and being a Bears fan. I mean, even though we have to see him twice a year, and it sucks to go against him, he's so damn fun to watch. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, this this hurts, man. It's a big loss for the IDP landscape, especially the uh, defensive end or edge uh, position. One of the yeah, I think the guys. Bears lucked out. We didn't we didn't have to face them this year. Have the have the Vikings played the Packers yet? Uh no. Yeah, we got lucky. We got lucky this year, Kyle. Yeah, man. I mean, it, uh, it sucks the injury happened. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just right. – um, at least we don't have to face a Neil Hunter twice this year. 
Right. You know, I did not consider that. Uh, but yeah, no, we haven't, uh, we, we haven't seen him yet either. So, um, look at the grin on your face. You're like, Oh yeah. Oh shit. yeah. Shit. 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 I didn't even realize it. Um, yeah. Aaron no. Rodgers gets to pass all over the Vikings. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. I didn't even think about that, but, uh, yeah, this, uh, this is a big loss. Um, you guys uh, have any thoughts here? No, it yeah, sucks. I have I have Hunter everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I do too. So, so I didn't have him last year. I lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, um, frustrating. Yeah, so Got I it. mean, yeah. Everson Griffin, you know, he's been playing well. They're going to need him to continue to to uh, play well. Um, DJ Wanham probably get some run, and then I saw a little little bit about. Uh, Patrick Jones. Patrick Jones. We might finally get to see Patrick Jones, and I was a massive fan of Patrick Jones out of Pitt. I think Daryl was a was a fan as well. We talked about him off this offseason. Yep. I think Patrick Jones is a, is a real good player. He, he's a real good fit as a four three D end, and I'm, I'm anxious to see him. Um, I didn't want to see him at Daniel Hunter's expense, obviously, but <laughs> right. uh, um, yeah. So Patrick Jones, maybe we'll get to see the rook get some run here and see what he's got. Um, next, uh, Colts defensive lineman, Tyquan Lewis is out for the season with a knee injury. Um, he was one of their rotational guys. Um, I mean, if you have him in a deep league or something, maybe he's on your, on your bench or something. Um, I don't know if you guys wanted to expand on that at all, or just keep rolling through here. Keep rolling. Keep rolling, okay. And uh, yeah, I thought just keep rolling. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Um, in case uh, somebody listens to this before tomorrow night's game, Kari Willis has already been ruled out for tomorrow Ouch. night's game with a calf injury. Um, I actually, shameless plug, had George Odom in my waiver article. He filled in for Kari Willis last week. Um, if you need a late sub in, and the waiver wires just bare, maybe look at Odom. They did elevate Josh Jones from the practice squad as well but Odom was the first got the first shot at filling in last week um yeah I got a lot of Willis uh on my rosters too so, me too um big Willis he was a breakout fan. candidate of my last year so I kept freaking drafting him everywhere yeah. and he's yeah. the guy's made of glass he had a good he had a good year <laughs> last year but this year he could just not cannot stay I mean, healthy when, he, when he's in there he, he produces it's just yeah he he plays yeah. like a he plays like a all-star when he's mm-hmm. Or yep. sir, pro bowler, whatever. Absolutely. But <laughs> um, last bit of news here: um, Philadelphia Eagles waived linebacker Eric Wilson after he was a healthy scratch this last week. Um, boy, that uh, that really went downhill. Uh, Wilson was Quickly. one of the <laughs> yeah. Wilson was you know part of the uh, the two main linebackers there to start the year. And he went from being fairly productive to just straight up inactive last week, healthy scratch to cut. Um, wow. I think we're about to see the same thing with Singleton too, no lie. It, but, 21 snaps this week. Not great for Singleton either. Um, maybe it was just the blowout, but I don't know. Um, I think his his it's been looking like him and Wilson – we're getting run, and then Philadelphia was like, "God, these guys suck." Um, so let's run with these other guys instead. So I think that's why we're seeing Taylor and Edwards. Um, can can they afford to just dump Singleton? I don't know, but I think he's probably losing his job. 
Yeah, I, don't I think they had I, a ton invested in him, dude. I they? think he was a um he was like a protected restricted free agent, like an eat. Oh gosh. He he was not a restricted, it was whatever. It was another version of it. And they I think they paid it. Well, they'd have to pay him a ton, but um he was protected. Um yeah, so the, he might hold on for the year, but like Zach said, not trending in the right direction either for him. But um yeah, Wilson fell right off the map here. Um, that's, that's all I got for news and notes over to you, Daryl. Hey, uh, before we get on to our next segment, um, you know, we got to pay a couple bills as always action 24 seven. What a good time. We hockey started baseball's winding down in the world series. Well, just wound down. Um, football's going, basketball's going college football. So college basketball is about to start. Um, so we got all kinds of things going. Go over there and check them out. Um, they've got stuff going on each day, giveaways. Follow them on social media. They're giving away free bets and stuff. Uh, soccer's going. They've got um, a big fight coming up with a local guy, Caleb Plant. He's taking on Canelo Alvarez this Saturday. You can bet 20 on the fight, and they'll give you a $10 free bet. Um, SEC football, I mean, Thursday night game, you know, if it, Bet 25 on the first touchdown score, and they'll give you 25 to use for live betting. So they got all kinds of things going on. And as always, if you're a first-time depositor, you can uh, enter our promo code HOLLYWOOD100, and they will match it up to $400. So if you put in $400, they are going to give you $400. That's $800. And I don't know of anywhere that you can get that right now. So, And they're always out in the community. You know, they've been up here in Morristown. You know, they're based in Nashville. They go to Chattanooga, Knoxville, Memphis. They are everywhere. So, you know, keep an eye out. Go check out, check them out, hang out with them when they're in your town and uh, make some bets. Um, so for the main event, uh, it's something that I've been seeing a little bit of, been getting a few questions about certain players, and maybe we'll talk about them in some of our listener questions too, but it got me thinking. What are we doing with disappointing players? And I say disappointing like nowhere close to what we expected. It doesn't matter if we were expecting too much or we were expecting the right amount. They are not living up to what everyone thought, the consensus thought. Um, Are you holding these guys? Are you trading them? Are you... Uh, are you trying to buy into them? Do you think there's this is just a blip in their year or whatever that they're going to pick it back up? Um, and we've got seven or eight here that we're going to talk about. Um, I know, Kyle, I mean, you talked about this first one, Chase Young. Uh, I've actually traded him in a couple places. So um, what are we doing with Chase Young? Buying, selling, holding, Um do you think this is just a, a blip in the radar and he's going to pick back up? I mean, what, what do you guys think? Um, I guess I, I'll go first because um, I'm a Chase Young um, fan, even though he's Ohio State Buckeye. Um, yeah, it's, it hasn't been ideal um, this, this season for Chase Young. Obviously, expectations are high 
I mean, he was way up there in the uh, defensive end rankings, dynasty-wise, redraft-wise, however you want to look at it. Um, it, ha- it hasn't been ideal. Um, you know, he hasn't got the sack numbers. He's got 23 pressures on the year. Uh, he's graded out fairly well as a, as a pass rusher. I think he's got, like, what is it? I'm looking at it right now, a 72.1 grade as a pass rusher. So, I mean, it, but it's just the production just hasn't been what we expected, and it's frustrating, right, because yeah. he's a premier pre, premier player at a premier position for IDP, um, the, a big difference-making position. If you can get the elite production at defensive end, it sets you up well each week, and we just haven't been getting that out of Chase Young. I'm not selling him. I understand you did, Daryl. Um, you got deals you liked. I would be a buyer if I can. Um, I think there's better days ahead. I hope he gets it right. I'm an optimist on him, but you know it, it has it hasn't been what we wanted to see and, and what we expected. So uh, it's frustrating, and I get it. But I'm I'm still in on Chase Young for sure, and I, I'm a buyer yeah. if like if if I'm able to attain him. Yeah, I am too. I think one of the leagues I sold him in, it, it, my team was bad. So and I got a knock your socks off offer so it made sense you know to try to move him and get multiple pieces that can help um the other one the other league i traded him in i i hated to trade him but i was so set at the position because mm-hmm. i was really deep at the position i had him montez sweat nick bosa uh, i think i had daniel hunter in that league so i was stacked at defensive end so um, maybe I should have traded Hunter instead of Young, but at the time I was stacked, so it made sense for me to move him and try to get something else that's going to help my team. But I'm kind of right. like you. If you can get him for the cheap, I think you I think you make a play right now and pick him up. Mm-hmm. Zach, what do you think, bud? Um, where, are you, where are you at on Chase Young? I am, um, you know, I another guy I have everywhere as well. Um, I have been definitely been bummed about this year. Um, but I have him in, uh, a keeper league and a whole bunch of dynasty leagues. Um, I'm not selling him. I mean, I'm not, I don't have, he's, I don't have him on any teams where I'm looking like, Oh crap, I need to do a rebuild. Um, so, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, luckily, we have such huge rosters in a lot of these leagues that, you know, if you uh, if you play the waivers right or drafted right, then we have some depth. Um, so, uh, luckily, I, I haven't hit the panic mode on any of my teams with that I have him on yet. But um, hopefully, uh, we see a rejuvenated Washington defense after the bye, and maybe we get a little look at what happened last year maybe they can get back to that feel yeah right on man it hasn't been at what we expected at all so far out of that out of that whole defense jonathan allen's been pretty damn good but yeah um, but yeah i i uh i hope we see a better better team coming out of the bye but we'll we'll, we'll see all right our next one Zach Cunningham, Houston. I was super high on him last year. Said he would be a top five uh, fantasy linebacker. He was, and he has just completely fell off the map this year. And 
I've seen people just flat out dropping him. So uh, what are you guys doing with him? Go ahead, Zach. You want to tackle this one first? Or? Um, yeah, uh, I'll go ahead and get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Cunningham, I uh, I I thought maybe we would have more time. <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> that's that's the best I can explain it. Um, yeah. We knew we knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. Um, but I just thought we had more time, and you know I I think it's at that point when you got to look at what's happening to all these line not even just linebackers, but a lot of defenders around the league. That if you're grading poorly, um, if you are a bad football player, that you're not going to be on the field as much. Nope. And um, I think that's why we're starting to see a lot of uh, um, linebackers. We're not seeing as many full-time linebackers now. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm uh, I've got him in a couple places. Uh, I'm not uh, if I could sell him. For something decent, I am. It's going to be hard right now because his value is probably crap. But if I'm if I could sell him, I am. If not, I'm going to hold and hope for the best right now. Yeah, um, yeah. Like you said, we we knew Cunningham had his shortcomings. Uh, the missed tackles were an issue. Um, you know, he had his struggles, and you know, um, didn't know when it was going to happen, but we thought we might see him his role diminish at some point. You know, the, the thought was before the season was, you know, Houston wasn't going to be great and he was going to be out there a bunch. And, and I mean, when you're losing snaps and basically lost your your role to Camus Grugier-Hill, that is, right. that's about all you need to know. Um, and that's consistently happening In now. Houston. In Houston. In yeah. Houston. Um, and th- that's consistently happening now. And, um, you know, if, if I can get anything decent, considerable for Cunningham, I'm taking it. I mean, if if, you, if you're getting like literally nothing offers, and you want to hold out and see if he gets uh, a fresh start somewhere, and could be maybe fall into a decent situation, who knows? But yeah, if I can get anything decent for Cunningham, I'm out. I mean, it's it. We finally saw the fall, and it happened, um, and it's it's over. It's it's been a it's been a it's like that. Uh like a cartoon when you hit every rock on the way down when you fall. <laughs> That's what it's been like with Zach Cunningham. Yeah. I like that analogy. Oh, yeah. It's so, uh, I think we all uh, agree there Cunningham. It's not, yep. not a, not a good outlook. So here's another big one. Um, actually the, all these are big names, but, um, one that's drew a lot of, uh, Attention and inquiry here is Jeremy Chin, safety for the Carolina Panthers. Um, I'm not selling him yet. I, I think it's – I want to say it's just like a slow start or teams are kind of scheming him a little better than they did. I mean, it's – you hear about the rookie wall, but I think the sophomore slump is more realistic because I think, you know, teams have had a full year to put you on tape see what you're doing good, see where you're weak at. And I think that's kind of some of it a little bit. What do you guys think? I agree. I mean, it's pretty. 
pretty much how I look at it. Yeah, no, it's 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 tough. It's tough, like with Jeremy Chin, because his role he's still playing up in the box in the slot. Right. You know, he's playing up near the line still. It's just the stats just aren't there like we saw last year, and it's you know another like I said with Chase Young, it's frustrating. Um, problem is, is like you know he's such a young, talented player who had such a big impact last year right away that you know if you're a Jeremy Chin manager, you're still gonna want to. I would think you're going to want a pretty good price for him if you're going to sell him, and you're probably not going to get that right now because everybody's going to right. give you the well, he ain't doing shit right now, <laughs> you know, spiel and try to get him on the cheap, and it that's going to probably exactly. be a probably be a pretty hard deal to make um, overall. I mean, I, I'm not, I, I'm I'm holding Jeremy Chen if if he's on my team, if I you know if I have him, and, and I still have trouble it. not starting him, man. I, I like <laughs> right. It's like because I just. <laughs> It's like we know what he's capable of. I mean, we've seen the yeah. – God, the – what he had a, a double force fumble game where he had two force fumbles in one game last right. year. It's like, yeah. So we know Jeremy Chin can do it, just waiting yeah. for it to happen. We know yeah. big Carolina Carolina's defense is capable of big plays, but when the F is it going to be Jeremy Chin's turn? Oh, we're, we're an explicit podcast now, thanks to Daryl, so F-bombs are fine. Oh, cool. See, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> We've always been explicit. Dan just choose to mute me and and um, whatever the other word is I'm looking for. Edit? Yeah, edit me. Yeah. I remember uh, when Dan, the last time Dan joined us, he said, oh, I, I was laughing. He goes, oh, I see you guys are uh, rated explicit now. And I said, yeah, you can look at your partner in crime there for that. <laughs> yeah, that's his fault. He, he left, so that's his fault. That's all on him. Yeah. Um. So moving along here, I mean, this is some interesting stuff. Um, Patrick Queen, where are we at on Patrick Queen? You you mentioned him, Kyle, when we were setting up the list. You know, he's underperformed, not been what we thought uh, or what he was last year. Um, what are we doing with him? Uh, yeah, it, he is is something because he just consistently just does not grade out well, um, and it's it's really it's really frustrating because you know if you want him to be you know better, <laughs> you know it's just because yeah. he's just you know first round pick and you know that he has a rocky up and down rookie year but he's a young guy in a good spot and this year it's more of the same he just hasn't been great and he's not grading out well and then now his role has been reduced and they bring in the old vet josh Bynes to hold down the mic josh Bynes is doing this to everybody man i was i totally (laughs) i was absolutely zach you've read my mind i was just gonna say josh Bynes just shows up somewhere every year and just plays like a 70 percent snap share and just like is the reliable old vet, and he's he did it know, to Logan Wilson last year. Last year he was the <laughs> he was the guy in Cincy. It's exactly. You know, thank it's God like, he did it to Logan Wilson last year because look at Logan Wilson this year. Right, <laughs> Woo. dude is just balling. Um, but yeah, Patrick Queen. Um, I'm selling Patrick Queen. I am if if I can get a fair deal. Yeah, sell him now. I don't think yeah. I think we're, I think we're looking at what Patrick Queen is going to be. This is Patrick. Okay, Green. so what? What do you? If you're selling, what are you trying to get for him? I mean, of, sell of high. The, sell high. I now. mean, of course you want most you can, but realistically, what are you? What are you saying? Okay, 
not what I want, maybe not what he was worth, but I'll take it. I don't think you can get because a first round him for anymore, but you should you should be able to get like at least a second rounder in draft picks. But yeah. I mean, if you can if you could package him with something and upgrade somewhere, do it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I dig that. Yeah, package him in a deal, maybe get a little bit, add a little spice maybe to a deal because maybe he still has a little name value. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I dig that. But yeah, it's just it's not playing well and. uh you Wait. would be surprised at the value you can kind of recoup for players, not just defense, but any player. Uh, you know, you try to trade them straight up and get value or or just break even, and a lot of times you can't. You work out, like Zach said, you work a package deal and kind of throw them in there. Mm-hmm. I find a lot – personally, I find that I can get – a lot more back doing that than I can if I'm just trying to trade them straight up or whatever. Yeah, straight up deals are tough. That's kind of like what I was alluding to with the Jeremy Chin as well. You know, that would be a tough. It's kind of the opposite end. Like you know, Jeremy Chin's still playing kind of the role he had, and Queen's role is scaled back lately, and he's you know with fines in playing the mic. But um, um, it's just sometimes yeah, those straight up deals can be tough, and with in this case too, that that could be, and you might get it like, that's a good point, Daryl. You might get a little bit more in, you might feel like you got a little bit more in return, a little bit better value in a package deal, trying to maybe spice it up a little bit with, with clean or something. I, I dig that, but yeah. Um, sounds like we're all in the same boat there. Okay. Um, Devin Bush, we'll just keep going along here. Uh, where are we at on Devin Bush? Did Schobert being in town hurt him? Uh, are we seeing begin? I, I think we're starting to see Bush come back just a little bit here. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know that I'm selling him. I think I'm going to hold right now because Schobert's a little long in the tooth. Bush is still young. So I think there's that, you know, he's, I I still think you hold on to Bush right now, especially with what you have invested in him. Um, Cause you probably spent an early pick on him, a high pick. Uh, If you traded for him, you probably traded a lot to get him or whatever. Um, so I don't or you spent, or you spent a high pick on them too. If if you drafted them right, like you, right, you know, right. you draft them. So yeah. I don't think you can get your value back right now, or what you invested in him. But I'm not looking to move him. I, I think I'm going to hold right now and see what he does this year. Maybe how he starts out next year, and then, then if I'm not seeing something, try to move him. I'm Is actually that- surprised Pittsburgh didn't trade him. Um. Anyways, sorry. I was just thinking that he would have been a good trade candidate. Um, but maybe they're still just not comfortable with Spillane. Uh, I don't know. Um, Devin Bush. Um, him and Devin White seem to be so off and on at the beginning of the year. Um, I wouldn't wait. I'm sorry. I, I wouldn't go freaking out just about Devin Bush quite yet. Um, I think he's kind of a weird guy, but he, he, I think he's he could he has potential to be a good player. Um, so you, if if I'm if I'm a Bush manager, I'm gonna hold on to him this season and see what right. go, what goes on. I'm not gonna, especially in dynasty. If uh, I think in redraft, I don't think he really needs to be rostered in redraft. 
I, I think Schobert's playing more than him by at least 10% of snaps. But, um, yeah, I would just kind of, in Dynasty, just hold and redraft drop. Yeah, I'm, I'm still uh... – I'm a Michigan fan, so it, it pulls at my heartstrings with Devin Bush. Uh, love Devin Bush at Michigan, and it's, I still think he's a good player. Um, you know, I, I I'm holding, hoping that you know this second half he starts to pick it back up. It's been a little bit of an up and down year for him. He got a little dinged up, missed a game. Um, he's had a couple of decent weeks. Um, so I I want to see what the back end of this season looks like for him and. Uh, you know, he missed last year with the injury, and we were hoping for big things with him this year. So, um, I, I'm holding Devin Bush. Okay. Um, here's one, a big name, Buda Baker, safety for Arizona. Um, we were kind of talking about this. He's in one of my home leagues. He's in Tier 2 level safety. He's not one of the Tier 1s right now with his scoring. Um is that cause for concern? Are it, you know? Are you thinking? Oh, maybe I need to move him here. Um, kind of like with Chin, you think he's going to bounce back, so you're holding. I mean, what are we doing with Buda Baker here? Um, I kind of. I I think we all kind of knew this was coming, didn't we? Um, I, I felt like we we kind of knew this might happen. Um, but at the same time, um, it's been—I think it's been a little bit more extreme than we thought it might be. Um, but yeah, I just—I'm uh, not panicking. It's Buddha Baker. Um, you know, he's gonna have—I I think he's still gonna. It, there's gonna be times when it, he struggles because, I mean, one thing you got to look at the Cardinals—they're—they're their offense is great. And their defense hasn't been bad either. So they're not spending tons of time on the field. And there's players around him that are making plays. So it's hard to hard to be productive when the, you've got the talent around you. But um, I also believe that uh, Buda Baker is perfectly capable of staying IDP relevant. Yeah, I think he stays relevant. I'm just kind of curious to, you know, a lot of people – Fancy managers at the first sign of somebody not doing well, you know, they tend to panic and the sky's falling. Is that where we're at? Or, you know, are we just kind of pumping the brakes and saying, hey, he's he's hit a slow patch here. He'll be back. I mean, is there something in that defense that's changed that's making you think now's the time to move or, you know, anything? I mean, I still, I still like Baker. Um, he had – Week six and seven, he had two real down weeks back to back there. And it's, you know, probably stood out because we're hitting this midway point and you're kind of seeing where your team's at, you know, right. for your middle league team. And then, you know, week six and week seven, he has one solo, one assist week six, one solo, one assist week seven. So, like, those are backbreakers, right? And stick right. out if you're an, if you're a uh, Buda Baker manager. I mean, otherwise, he's been okay. Um, you know, last year he was fantastic. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm still, those two slow weeks really hurt and it probably burned some, you know, some people and probably, uh, pissed them off. I'm sure. But, uh, 
I'm I'm hoping for uh, for Baker to you know maybe that was the worst of it and and I'm I'm still in on him. Okay. All right. We'll move along here. We got a couple more. We'll stay at safety. Jamal Adams, safety for the Jets. Or I mean, safety for Seattle. Sorry. Yeah, we're going back in time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> To a time when Jamal Adams was still in New York City. <laughs> and still playing well. <laughs> when he was IDP relevant. <laughs> there you go. Um, Jamal Adams, I mean, it's just the thing is with him is, you know, like we were, I was, we were talking before we went off here in one of my oldest uh, home league dynasty leagues here. He's, he's safety 13. Um He's got eight games, you know, through eight games. He's got his bye week this week. We safety 13. And, you know, Jamal Adams is one of those difference maker safeties that you're not wanting safety 13 numbers out of through eight games. So very frustrating start to the season for him. Um, you know, he, he hasn't last year. He, you know, the, the thing with Jamal Adams is crazy because he, he puts up the sack numbers at the safety position and it's wild, right? Um you know, last year he had nine and a half sacks and the year before six and a half. And like that kind of production is crazy for a safety and you get those splash plays. And this year we don't have any of those yet. Three eight games. Um, yeah. Some, some solid Nothing. tackle games. Yeah. some solid tackle games here, but like those splash plays, you know, cause he's just, he's not great. You're not going to play him deep in coverage and he's not going to pick off passes that way. Cause it's not his game. But um, so it's just we, Seattle's using him weird again. It seems like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's playing he's playing some deep, you know, like this week. Um week eight he played thirty two snaps at free safety, twenty week seven, twenty nine week six. So I mean those are all seventy plus snap weeks and he's seeing in the twenties, thirty week eight playing deep. I mean it's just not his game anymore. Yeah. It was or whatever, but um you just we're not getting those big those big splash plays, those sacks and stuff, and he could be one of those you know, positional advantage player to safety where, you know, the thing with safety is I know people probably play it different, you know, either I kind of either draft uh, one of the studs early, you know, like a Jamal Adams or Buda Baker or chin, or even if you, you know, like one of those guys, or I just wait and then take shots, you know, on guys later. And if you, if I were to, you know, if you were to pay up for to draft Jamal Adams early and you're getting this kind of return and you're not getting those big splash plays you're used to out of them that other safeties don't necessarily get, it's uh, it's frustrating. So, mm-hmm. anyway, and what I do think, you guys think? Well, I think you kind of hit on it there. I think that's something all of us are guilty of. We get a little too dependent on those splash plays. Jeremy Chin with the fumble recoveries for touchdowns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I almost think sometimes especially with rookies, you're better off if you will accept the floor. You know, don't, like don't tell me how to life. live my life. <laughs> oh, I would never. I only do that to Kyle. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> well, Kyle needs help. He needs I guidance. Do. I know, do. I do. You know, I've, I'm taking him under my wing. So. Yep. Yep. I need direction, Daryl. Well, this is, this is right there. i just think we get too dependent on those impact plays sometimes to the point that it 
we get so dependent to the point that it it takes away from what their true value is and what we should truly expect. If you're mm-hmm. looking at tackle numbers and stuff like that, sacks, you know, it's okay. Interception's okay. But if you're dependent on the big fumble recoveries for touchdowns and and stuff like that, I think that just kind of kind of overrates these guys. I think you got to just take them at their base floor and you'll be better for it, I think. And I'm guilty of it. I've done it too, so. Yeah, no, and uh, I agree with you. And like Zach said too, um, with the way they're using them this year um, compared to last year, the the extra snap, you know, him seeing more time at free safety is not conducive to um, him doing what we're expecting from him. So that was, uh, I, I agree with you there, Zach. That was a good point. Um, so that, 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 that doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just, you know, and that's the thing too is um, – it, it's it's hard with guys like that who, you know, Seattle's defense has been. I think Seattle's defense has been one of the worst in the league, and um, you want to see, you know, for guys like Bobby Wagner, it do, it doesn't seem to make a difference. Like guys like Jordan Brooks, you know, okay, they're still going to get their their points. Um, so yeah. it, it, you're, we're, the underlying issue and, and why Adams is not getting, you know, making managers happy, why he's it seems he seems to be struggling. I just it's like it's just like he's not around the ball as often as he usually is, and it's it's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Good stuff. And then our, then our last one, Zach, you the one mentioned this. So we'll let you take the lead. Zach Murray, uh, linebacker for the Chargers. Kenneth Murray? Or Kenneth Murray, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I was like, wait, who are we talking about again? (laughs) (laughs) Um Yeah, uh Kenneth Murray. Um, you know, he's one of the the linebackers that I just uh didn't have in many places. I have him in the IDP guys uh, invita- invitational on fan tracks, and it, it's been disappointing so far. Um, it's uh, you know with he it seemed like he was struggling to grasp mm. the concept of Staley's defense, and maybe this time off will have done him some good. Um, but you also I think one thing we saw before he went down to injury was they wanted to get drew tranquil on the field more. So that's when Murray started losing snaps and cause Kaiser white was still out there plenty. Um, uh, I mean, maybe we see some type of rotation between these three guys um, until Murray gets comfortable. And I, I still think, See, I, I think Murray's a better linebacker than, let's say, Patrick Quinn. Um, okay. so, okay. so I believe – I have faith that Murray can right the ship m- more than Queen. I think we're seeing Queen where he belongs. I don't think he's ever going to be the main inside linebacker for Baltimore. Um, he may have to he may have to rotate in there every now and then, but I don't think we're going to see Patrick Queen get back there. I mean, he couldn't even do it at LSU. It was Jacob Phillips over him. So, true. We'll see, but yeah. Um, 
I like it. Spicy. Yeah. Yeah. I like those takes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, and I'm, I'm not saying that I t- totally disagree with you. I just, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, Jacob Phillips at LSU, the precedent was kind of set. So, um, but if you're if you're trying to get rid of Queen, I mean, or um, Queen, I mean, what are you trying to get for him? I mean, if you're trying to move Murray, what are you trying to get for these guys? Because really, they're what this is year two for them. Yes. 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 This is year two, so you still your draft capital's pretty much still invested in them quite a bit. Uh, you just don't want to give them away for free. So, what are you trying to get for one of these guys? I mean, what would you what would you feel comfortable with saying? Okay, maybe he's not what I thought. Maybe he's not doing what I thought. I'm not going to give him away, but if you'll give me this, I feel. I feel comfortable letting him go for this. Well, let me ask you this, because Zach was talking about Patrick Queen compared to Kenneth Murray. You got me thinking, are you guys more apt to give Kenneth Murray a pass with his struggles compared to Queen then? Because, you know, as Zach said, it was, you know, kind of Murray was struggling to pick up the scheme. You know, we thought he would, he would kind of, I thought he would flourish in the scheme. You know, they were talking about blitzing him more and, and I thought, Coming out of Oklahoma, he was just a hell of a blitzer. He could really get after it. And he could, he's a run and chase dude, and he struggled. Like you know, he struggled to pick up the scheme, and, and it didn't quite start off like we thought. Are you guys more willing to give him a pass than Queen? Yeah, I am. Okay. Um, I, I feel like uh, well, see, that's the thing too is, um, I feel like uh, you know, Queen's stayed in the same system, right, and. Exactly. We're, we're, yeah. We've seen the same performance from Queen over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, Murray looked good last year. I think he graded decently. I don't think he graded horribly. And maybe in a couple of categories, it wasn't great, but he was a rookie. He's but a I think rookie. other than that, he was probably, I think, I think he's one of the best linebackers ever for Los Angeles. Um, so, I mean, I, 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 I when I say best linebackers ever, I think it, I mean, he had one of like the highest uh, tackle totals for rookie linebackers in Los Angeles right. or something like that. Sure, but bro. that's what I mean by, but I, I mean, he has that potential to be one of the best Los Angeles charger linebackers ever. And I think that's why I still have faith that he can write the shit. Gotcha. Yeah, I was just curious uh, your thought, you guys' thoughts there with the two compared. That was a good point. I was a big Murray guy before the season. I, in one of our episodes, I think we might have picked some breakout guys, Daryl and I. Murray was one of my guys. It might have been when Dude was with us. We may, may might have picked a few. And Murray was a guy. Murray was a guy that I had kind of planted a flag on. Um, I thought year two, you know, in that Brandon Staley system and, and the offseason talk, and it just he didn't quite perform like we thought you know we're hoping i should say but um hopefully better days ahead for murray and hopefully he can come back healthy but i'm not sure what the rest of this season's gonna look like playing time wise either when he comes back with with tranquil back now he was banged up because your whites roll you know right i'm sitting here listening to both y'all and well i'm glad you're listening (laughs) i always listen zach (laughs) <laughs> always. Despite what Dan and Kyle have always said, I always listen. I know what's going on. God bless. Um, 
you said you would give Murray the pass over Queen for being regressed. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, would I do the same? And I don't, I don't know that I would. I think Murray might be on the better team defensively with Derwin James and Asante Samuel. I know they're young. Jerry Tillery, Joey Bosa. Maybe by a tad. I mean, Baltimore is always. I think. Yep. I feel like Baltimore's always had always had a good. By a tad, but I think I would have if I had both of those on my team. With that said, I think I would cut Murray first because I think Queen playing that middle linebacker position in that conference with Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Cleveland, where they just run the ball. And I, maybe I'm wrong here, but it just my first inclination is the volume that he might get. Where I don't know that Murray would receive that with the Chargers. You know, the Raiders like to throw it. Kansas City definitely loves to throw it. Um, do you all factor that kind of stuff in? I mean, is that something that? Not saying that's the end all be all, but is that? Is that a factor? I mean, I, I kind of look at stuff like that. I mean, I'm I'm weird and quirky, and I can't back up some of my stuff sometimes. But to me, it just seems like that queen in that AFC North where they like to run the ball a lot, that volume, maybe that tilts it a little bit. I mean, am I wrong? I mean, what are y'all thinking? Am I crazy? No. What no, not at all. Yeah, I, think, I know yeah. I'm crazy. I know I think, I'm crazy. But. Yeah, you're definitely crazy. I'll tell you that. But uh, no, I think you're right. You gotta. I mean, and you gotta evaluate things the way you gotta have some kind of a you know system or you know whatever. I mean, am I way works. far off with that kind of thinking? Not no, saying I mean, that it weighs it a big deal, but I just think with those two being so close, you're looking for something. To put you over the top, one way or yeah, tilt it one yeah. way or another. And for me, I think that kind of does it for me. I, I think I kind of keep Queen over Murray. No, I think that's fair. I mean, you got to have factors or a system that you use to if you if you're close to make a judgment, and and um, those are legit um, legit factors to use. And I agree. I mean. I'm more of a Ken, Kenneth Murray fan than I am Patrick Queen fan, so I, I would lead Murray that way because I'm I like him more as a player. I guess Fine, I was, just take Zach's side. I'm your co-host, but you just take his side. Go run right ahead. Well, one Look thing for me too, I was thinking about while we were kind of discussing this is, for, I I mean, part of me I, I I feel like I trust Brandon Staley's ability to make something out of Kenneth Murray. More than I do the coaches, Harbaugh and the defensive coaches in in, in in Baltimore. You know, I just, I feel like yeah. Staley is such a special defense mind. And I feel like there's, if, if, I don't understand how, like, it won't make sense to me if he can't get through to Kenneth Murray. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it, man, for sure. No, I mean, I, honestly, I think that was one of the hardest questions of the night right there was Murray or Queen. I mean, because I think you can make the case for either or or both or neither or. Yeah, yeah. 
Neither, uh, both. They're both in year two. Uh, just, I think another thing is you've got a lot more invested in Queen than you do Murray, as far as draft capital. I would think. Um, so maybe that tilts it. You know, you're not so quick to give up somebody that you've got a lot invested in. But um, yeah, good stuff, guys. Um, before we get on to some trades, I know Zach's got to go here in a little bit. Uh, before we get to some trades and listener questions, we've almost blinked, and it's week what nine? Nine. Now? Yep, this nine. is week nine, so we're yeah. we're halfway of the season, which means we're probably we're just a little over halfway of the fantasy seasons, even with the extra game. Um, right now is the perfect time to get your league champion something. Go over to trophysmack.com. Uh, you can go to IDP Nation uh, Twitter page. Check out the link that's posted there. They've got rings. They've got belts. They've got plaques. They've got trophies. They've even got stuff for the losers of the league. Um, High-quality stuff. Uh, you can customize and make your own. Uh, they do it all. Uh, great prices, great stuff. You've heard me talk about it. Um, I've got one of the rings right here that we're going to give away to uh, one of our listener leagues. Hopefully, I'm in the works of getting something else for our other listener league. Um, maybe another ring or something, but definitely going to try to get something else for our listener leagues and maybe the Davy IDP Ground Listener League too. But, um, you know, the rings are heavy, they're nice quality. Uh, Lots of bling bling, you know, it's, and let's face it, you know, you put in a lot of time and effort into these things. Um, would it not be great to get your champion something nice to reward them for all their hard work and efforts? Um, so, uh, it, you know, don't wait until they're covered up at the end of the season when everybody's trying to order something. Go ahead and get it now. Uh, you can always go back and have it engraved if you want a personal name or something like that later. But uh, go ahead and get it on order, get it now, and uh, check them out. So uh, we definitely thank them for being a sponsor. Um, definitely. Well done. Awesome. And uh, so we'll move on here. We had one trade that I found. Excuse me. So sorry. And this is in a... Um, this was in a campus to Canton League, balance scoring, Team A trades Patrick Mahomes, Devontae Freeman, and Ronnie Harrison to Team B for Stafford, Matthew Stafford, Zach Moss, and Jesse Bates. Mm. I know exactly which side I'm taking right now, and it ain't even close. Is this super flex or single QB? This is single QB league. Single QB league? Yes. Redraft? Uh, no, it's a campus to Canton league. Oh, campus to Canton. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm going to go the Stafford Moss Bates side. That's where I'm going. Me too. Clean sweep. I mean, I get it. Mahomes is a lot younger than Stafford. I, I think. Moss is a whole lot better than Freeman. Freeman's washed. Oh, yeah. He's, um, yeah. yeah. 
and that's just the offensive side. When I got the IDP side is what set it apart. Bates over over Harrison any day of the week, man. Your boy, your boy Jesse yeah. Bates. Jesse Bates is a baller, dude. And he is. He they is. better lock him up because if they don't, he's going to hit a payday when free agency comes. Yep. I don't know how much longer he's got, but ooh, that boy fixing to get paid big time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I, I see the appeal with Patrick Mahomes, but ugh, ugh, give me the Jesse Bates side for sure. Well, that's yeah. another thing too. Is okay. I'm not sitting here saying. Patrick Mahomes isn't a good quarterback because we all know he is a good quarterback. But look at the Chiefs right now. Oh, yeah. Like, Leagues, that schoolyard ball ain't working too good, is it? And so the, just like what if, you know, what if things are not as good as we thought they were for um, for them, you know? So, yeah, sorry. I, I'm with you. I'm with you on just, that. Just I, a thought I'm running through my head. No, I, I'm with you because that's – that's the same way I work. I sit here and listen to you all talk or whoever's with us. And sometimes it'll trigger a thought in my head and I, I'm kind of with you and I'm, I'm, I'm with you on Mahomes. not saying he's bad, but we're seeing things that have worked the what first two, three years, all of a sudden they're not working no more. Yeah. What's wrong. So, and it could be, and maybe it's not him. It could be, a hundred million different things, but you're seeing a glimpse when things go bad. You're, you're seeing it now. It's not too pretty. So um, I just think Kansas city's got a lot to fix. We talked about defense, the pass rush. I don't think they fixed it with Melvin Ingram by any means. Um, I think their running game needs fixing somehow. Um, I will say this, Nick freaking Bolton, dude, Mm. may be my rookie of the year candidate. I may have to change. Mm. I'm telling you, I still like Parsons. I still think he's the front runner, but damn, if Nick Bolton ain't making a run at it, I mean. He's giving him a run for his money. No, he is. And and especially the way he played Tennessee, I mean, he's straight up. Did you guys, he was straight up, he was making Derrick Henry, he was frustrating Like you oh, could yeah. see, would he would he would tackle Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry would get up and just be like, "What the hell?" Like, yeah. And that's something that people just don't do regularly, if at all. Um, Nick Bolton, I've seen plenty of him playing in the SEC. Uh, he was the same way when he played for Missouri. Man, he did. He's, you know, people said he was a little undersized, but man, his his heart and will ain't undersized. It's as big as any man, and he will mm-hmm. freaking hit you. So, uh, yeah, I definitely like him. And I think he's made Willie Gay better, too, um, for sure. Um, we got a few listener questions, if Zach's got time, and then we'll let him go if he needs to go. No, we're good. Um, we're good. Okay. Don't um, rush me. Okay, <laughs> Kyle. Stop rushing him, Kyle. Damn. Sorry, sorry Zach. I told you to quit telling him how to live his life, I, Kyle. I, I just wish you guys would let me grow up and be my own person. I'm trying, but Kyle fights me every step of the way on everything. I know. I'll, I'll work on that, guys. I'm sorry. I, we, I think we would both just appreciate a little bit, a little bit more effort out of you, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle, you're kind of disappointing here. You're fired, Kyle. Damn, that fire. All right. <laughs> it's, it's a damn. 
<laughs> I thought I. I legitimately thought I might make it the whole show without getting fired. Here we I go. thought we were going to, too. Yeah. Y'all don't know me as well as you th- you should. Well, you guys enjoy the rest of the show. Go ahead. All right. Later, see, see you later, Kyle. Later. Zach, you're hired, buddy. All right. I'm on day <laughs> shift now. I think I can handle it. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, we got a few mixed questions here from different social media. We try to mix it up a little bit. So our first one comes from Reddit uh, user over Quasar 612. He said, who would you rather have in a dynasty league, Taylor Rapp or Kari Willis? For me, it's Taylor Rapp. I, I just think he's a perfect fit for what the Rams want to do, especially with the pieces they got in front. Um, not that Kari Willis is bad. I, I just like uh, Raps fit with the Rams a lot better, and the and the surrounding cast. Um, it, if we're disregarding ability to stay healthy, I am going Willis. Uh, I, I just if if God if if Willis could put together a full season, I think we would see some possible DB one numbers. But the guy just can't just can't stay healthy. Um, but if he can, then I think we could see a, a serious different difference maker. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think it's cool. I like both guys a lot. Uh, big, was a big fan of both coming out of college. But I am a definitely a big Taylor Rapp fan. I was he was fun to watch at Washington, and I I, I drafted him everywhere I could. And um, last year was disappointing. You got injured, and. and was uh, behind on picking up the scheme, and it cost him. But this year, he's come back out and played well. So I'm I'm gonna go rap because he's one of my he's one of my dudes. Okay. Um, next one also comes from Reddit RB23, and he says we kind of t- we kind of touched on this, but we'll answer it. Is safety Jeremy Chin still worth holding, or is it time to cut? And he says, and I put the question, Dynasty and Redraft, because he says he's in a redraft league. Um, and he's got another question, is player like Xavier Woods a better option? Dynasty, I don't think you cut Chin. No way. You, you try to trade him or you hold him and see what happens. But I don't, in Dynasty, you don't trade him. Mm-hmm. Redraft? Man, I don't know. If I say no, but I'm not going to argue if you do cut him and pick up somebody else. In a redraft league, I'm not going to argue that one bit. Um, and he says, like a player like Xavier Woods, um, you know, maybe you pick up a Woods over a chin in a redraft. What are you guys thinking? Um, yeah, like you said, dynasty. Obviously, you're not doing doing anything with Chin as far as letting him go or anything. But uh, you know, in redraft, I'm if somebody's just had enough and you want to move on, I'm not going to sit here and tell you not to. It's been eight weeks. If I mean, I wouldn't, but you know, you're just going to kind of have to hope that it, it it writes itself. But I mean, I get it. I'm not going to sit here and say like, "Oh, be pa-, you know, be that patient" because we're eight, but we're we're eight weeks in, and if you've had enough and you want to go a different route, go ahead. I'm still holding out hope that it gets better, but I get it, you know. 
Zach? Yeah, um, pretty much, pretty much the same place where you guys are. Um, I, like we were saying earlier, you know, I, I think with, if you're at this, at the point where you're thinking about dropping chin, don't do that and just put him on your bench and wait for him to get back to, to like a, a better form. If we're not saying he's playing bad right now, He's just right. he's just not producing. What's what you, what you expected? Yeah. Right. So, right. Yeah. And yeah. And and you know and I kind of like Daryl had said earlier, we were a little spoiled last year, and um, you know I think at the same time we, I, we, I still think Jeremy Chin is a great football player. I just think it's um, and kind of like we have kind of we, we kind of spoke about you know Car- these Carolina the Carolina defense is capable of producing turnovers and and things in games that, you know, they're, they're going to make those impact plays. And sooner or later, Jeremy Chin is going to be a part of that. And you're going to be happy that you didn't drop him. You're going to be happy that you still have him on your team. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good stuff. Here's a good question for us. Comes from Facebook, Lee Angus. He says, who do we prefer in Philadelphia? TJ Edwards or Davion Taylor? I think it's got to be TJ Edwards with the way he played last week. I mean, he was all over it. Yeah, go ahead, Zach. Yeah, I, I mean, just agree. You know, I, I think uh, it's definitely TJ Edwards. Um, I think he's the guy who's going to be uh, running the show um, over Singleton and everything now, too. Um uh Taylor I still I we may see a little bit out of him but I think uh for now we're going to see Edwards get the main go and if Edwards can't be the guy it's probably going to be Taylor and if Taylor's not the guy then I don't know what Philadelphia is going to do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah um yeah, uh, Edwards had a big week this week, 13 tackles. Um, he led the way with 66% of snaps. Taylor had came in second with 63%. So they were the main two linebackers there in Philly with Singleton only playing like 33 34%. I think it was 21 total snaps for him. Um, not great for him. But, yeah, Edwards had a big game. Um, he's like that classic Wisconsin linebacker. That, you know, they, they seem to, to make tackles when they get in there. And uh, it makes stuff happen, except for Zach Bond. Obviously, he's been not good. But uh, um, Edwards, is he did well. Um, I definitely pick him up if you can, especially redraft, dynasty as well. I, I like Davion Taylor as well as, as a dynasty guy to hold or pick up or stash or whatever because um, you know, he's finally starting to get some play, and he was super raw coming out of Colorado, and he's got a lot of, a lot of ability athletically and just needed some – some time to transition and he hadn't played the position very long either coming into the league. You know, he, he was pretty inexperienced, but uh, I like both guys. Yeah. But Edwards big week, pick him up um, for sure. All right. And then our last question is from Matt Cornberg Cornberg from Facebook. He says, interesting question. We kind of hit on it a little bit. What's the difference in rookie picks between Patrick Quinn and Bobby Wagner in a dynasty league 
with balanced scoring and deep starting lineups, 11 offense, 11 defense, and you can start up to five linebackers a week. And he says it's tough to gauge the age slash production balance, uh, which is a perfect question between, uh, you know, Patrick Queen and Bobby Wagner. I would kind of look at maybe a player like Logan Wilson versus Bobby Wagner, uh, super young versus old. Both are still getting it done. Uh, but to answer his question, Queen versus Wagner, if you're giving up draft picks, if I'm understanding this, if you're giving up draft picks for these guys, what's the difference? What are you giving up for each one of them? I still view Bobby Wagner as a first rounder. I think I don't think you're going to – I mean, maybe a second rounder. I think it's going to be hard to get anything – anything uh, – for anything lower than that um, from a smart IDP manager anyways. Uh, yeah, um, Patrick Queen, I don't think he's worth a first anymore. I think it'll be even hard to get a first for him because most people are aware of the situation he's in. So that's how I'd kind of look at it. Yeah, that's... That's a that's a tricky one. So we're trading Queen for Wagner. Is that- no, just saying. What's, what's just what's difference? just what's the difference? Okay. Yeah, he's having a hard time gauging the age production because Queen's so young versus okay. the high in production of Wagner. Um, what it. do you what's the difference in picks for those two players? Is how I understood the question. I think. Okay, I got it. Um, yeah, so if I'm like a – say I'm a rebuilding team and I have Bobby Wagner and and uh, one of the contenders needs a linebacker for the stretch here to make the run and they want Wagner off you, I would probably try to get like – I mean, the guy has Queen and you want to take a shot to see if he picks it back up. I mean, what do you guys think? Like Queen in a second for Wagner? I would look for something like that maybe. Uh Queen in a second. If you're trading these guys straight up, Queen in a second. Uh, I I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade Bobby Wagner for Queen at all. <laughs> I mean, I, I was, yeah. I mean, if oh no, I I get it. I'm just if you're a rebuilding team and a contender's coming to you, wanting Wagner off you. I mean, I'm I'm kind of oh gotcha. Like, I think gotcha. you can still get a first yeah, for Wagner, yeah. especially to a team well, that's yeah, winning but now. If Patrick Queen's in the deal, are you going Patrick Queen in a? If Patrick Queen has to be in the deal, what's the difference? You know, are you getting Patrick Queen in a first? Are you? That's that's what I'm saying. Like, well, here's the thing: I, because of the age of Wagner, right? You know, he's kind of his time is limited. Okay. Right. Uh, with that said, he may play another 10 years, but um, if you're trading Wagner, that's an all-in win now, Von Miller to the Rams type move. That's what that is. Right. Uh, so I think to a team that's trying to go for a ship, you can get that first or an early second for Wagner easily. For Queen, you're not going to get that. I think yep. you would do. I think you would do well to get a third for Queen right now, and that's. Well, I'm that saying like, pushing it. No, I get it, but like I'm saying, the deal is if you're trading 
Patrick Queen has to be in the deal with a pick for Bobby Wagner. Is what I'm, I guess. Like, are you? It, taking... it would have to be a really early second for me. That's what I was asking. Yeah, I get it. No, it's, I, I get that. So I, mean, I was asking would... your opinion. Are you? If you're trading, if you're a contender rebuilder, and you're trying to make this deal happen, what's the difference to to get the 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 piece to help you make the run? Are you? You know, that's that's what I was curious on your take. I mean, you're doing a yeah, second yeah. queen. It's it's got to be a top five eight pick in, in the, the second. second. Okay. If it, uh, I would say top five. So you're looking at it. Then. You're looking at that would be a in your mind a second and a third round value. You're you're placing a third round value on Queen. You were saying. I think so. I mean, if you're okay. trading him for whatever for a pick straight up. I think a third is right now is the best you're going to get. Where and I get even though it. Wagner's kind of older, I think you can still get a first from a team that's pushing all in right now. That's you're one gonna, piece away. And, you, and, you, and you're gonna you're that. gonna play the old. Uh, well, your first is going to be late anyway, right? Right, right. <laughs> gotta gotta do it. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's how we play the game, right? I mean, no, yeah, for sure. That, that's why I was trying to you know play the scenario where you have to trade player for player and add the pick. Like, what do you? You know, trying to play the scenario out. It's a tough right one. Now for, it's a good question. Right now for Queen, you would have to – you would really have to be a believer in Queen that this is a blip in the radar. He's going to bounce back. And with that, the age factor because he's so super young, you know, I could see that, but I'm just not that guy right now. I, I just right. – Give me Wagner. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a tough deal to uh, tough deal to make too because like if you're the guy who drafted Queen, you invested in him, it's going to be hard to click the button for a third round pick, seeing what you got in him, unless you just want to get what you can if you're done with him, you know. Exactly. Oh, tricky. Good question. I, I like that. I like yeah, playing that was those, a good question. I like playing out those scenarios and you know like trying to make the deal happen to see what people think and obviously opinions vary and it's it's fun to to discuss yep well zach what do you think buddy um i'm right there with you guys you know just uh (laughs) nothing really to say just right on man yep uh i I can't really i i don't have anything i can think to be like a devil's advocate or anything to so Right I'm on. Just gonna, I'm just gonna let that one roll. Right on, man. Well, all good. So, I mean, that's all we have for this week. Um, Zach, tell them what you're working on, where they can find you, all that good stuff. Well, when I first got to day shift, I kind of jumped the gun and thought I would, uh, you know, feel great right away and not have some weird body lag from switching to day shift and from night shift to day shift. Um, I was going to, my main goal was to work on an IDP uh, surprises, um, which is mainly kind of these players that just kind of snuck up on us this year and just kind of give them quick, quick cover and, you know, let people know who, who were watching and who could potentially be, um, you know, guys that could carry you to the playoffs and maybe further. Um, but that, that's my plan to get working on. Um, I kind of wanted to wait for the halfway point of the season and we're there. So I'll probably get working and 
finish up my research with that and still doing my rankings. I try to fiddle with them weekly. Sometimes, you know, when you, sometimes you just, you can't really do too much from week to week, but, um, it's tough, especially when there's 700 of them, man. That's yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is like, I, I won't lie to you guys. I'll be honest with the people. If you guys look at my ranks, um, I mostly fiddle with the top 300. And if I know someone that is relevant, that's in the bottom from, from like 301 to 700, I'll make sure they get in that top 300 where I think they belong. But other than that, I've, you know, like I recently had moved Derrick Henry to the number one running back and Christian McCaffrey to number two, just so because when they jinx me. Because Derek, maybe because Derek Henry, <laughs> Derek Henry was I felt like the best running back in the league, and then um, that stuff happened. So I moved Christian McCaffrey back to number one. <laughs> but yep, you know I I I I'm try to move my those main guys around where I think they belong, and um, but yeah, you can find all my stuff at idpguys.org. Um, you can holler at me at on Twitter uh, at zmags idp. Um, you know, I, I usually try to respond to messages as fast as possible, and I try to be as helpful as possible. Um, I have some regulars in my DMs. Shout out to my regulars if you hear this. Um, I love helping you guys out. It makes me feel good, and I hope I've done some good for you. Uh, and you know, I other than that, I just I hope to try to get into the podcast game a little bit more often now that I'm kind of getting into the groove of being on day shift now. Um, would really like to get back out there, and it's so much easier to, um, you know, take some time during the night and just like talk football. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It, it would be nice to get into the and. and to get into the podcast game a little bit more and um you know guest guest where i can and just talk with some guys that'd be that would that would be nice we'll get you back on and, oh yeah and i definitely appreciate you guys having me on um it's uh it's been a good time and uh i know i'm probably uh not so easy to always have as a guest but i appreciate it oh dude dude you always you you always have a good time we always have fun with you on and you always bring it <laughs> well, thank don't you. you don't you worry yeah i don't care what cal says about you <laughs> See, I'm, always, used to, I'm used to people talking behind my back so always coming me. always coming at me man i'm like that's not nice kyle you shouldn't do that that's your <sighs> friend that's your pal i mean i know he does it to me i'm used to it but geez so kyle was the guy who said i was ugly and couldn't read good <laughs> i love how i just get blamed for stuff i never say or do this is just <laughs> yeah you, you don't even want to know what hollywood says right exactly oh he knows what i say <laughs> yeah for real though. Every, everybody knows everybody knows yeah, that's for sure um, uh, but yeah, man, thanks for coming on. We it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure having you on with us. Um, Kyle, tell them what you're working on, where they can find you at, buddy. Oh, tell me, Kyle. 
<laughs> well, first off, <laughs> first off, man, it was great to have you back, Zach. Thanks for taking the time to hang with us again. We're definitely going to be doing this again for sure. Um, appreciate yes, appreciate you, appreciate you coming on with us. I'm happy you're able to now that you're. Uh, I appreciate uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> happy you're able to now that you're on day shift. Things are going good. So um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, you can find um, all my stuff over at idpguys.org as well. Um, I had the I do the waiver wire article, IDP waiver article. Um, comes out every Tuesday morning, so that dropped yesterday. Um, and um, that's th- that, and adjusting them uh, beastly rankings we have. I'm trying mm-hmm. to uh, keep up with them. I got to do a little more revamping, but um, yeah, that's that's what I got going right now, and. Um, yeah, we're uh, you know half halfway through here already, and it's pretty wild. Um, can can I bring something up real quick now that we're we're talking about these rankings, and like, um, you know, it's cool and all that. Uh, I, I you know that we do the rankings. I love I, I like doing the rankings, but do you guys feel like seven hundred is a bit excessive? <sighs> It is, but man, it's it, it is, but it kind of leaves no stone unturned. I mean, I'm good with some stones just being left alone. <laughs> <laughs> Leave them um, stones alone. <laughs> let me deal with those stones when the stones when, when the stones become relevant. Yeah, I mean, I think I can. <laughs> Uh, you too. I, I I think I could. Oh, uh, let's, 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 let's be honest. You I think guys have like would be legit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you guys, I mean, I don't know, Kyle, if you do Debbie ranking, but I know Hollywood does. So. No, I, I don't. Just Daryl does the ranking. Okay, so Daryl Daryl has like fucking like what eight hundred and fifty rankings? Then he keeps adding to that too. That's probably up. What, yeah, I do the seven hundred combined, and then I've got a hundred and twenty-five IDP Devi, just IDP, and yeah, I do add to it. But you can't and, find that. You can't find IDP Devi rankings anywhere, man. So that is, I mean, yeah, that's, it's uh, it's that's bo- that's botorific Hollywood. It is. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that's shagadelic. Very. Yeah. Very. That's Randy. And I will have Randy. to say that it makes me Randy. Very cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daryl. Tell, tell him. Uh, we just talked about your Debbie rankings. What? Tell him what you're working on. What you got going? Oh, you got. Man. You got lots. We always. You got lots of shit going on. Yeah, I got stuff going on everywhere. IDP stock market for the NFL. The Debbie IDP stock market. What days they um, drop? Tell him what days they drop. Uh, if you even. Debbie, know. I mean, <laughs> No, I do. The Debbie IDP stock market is on Tuesdays. The NFL is on Wednesdays. And then the rookie recap for the NFL is on Fridays. And, um, you know, we do IDP Nation. Uh, We do Debbie IDP Grind. Uh, We do the IDP Lounge on Saturday nights. The start set on Sunday mornings. Um, And I've even found time to uh, slide in a few other articles. So I did one on Cordero Patterson a couple weeks ago, one on just the other day. Yeah, yeah, a little offense. Yeah, yeah, you know, just just giving them a little taste, you know. 
Yeah. You know, I like it. I can't, just the tip. Just the tip, baby. Can't uh, can't give it all to them at once, you know. No. No. no you, you can't. It's... Can't have people running around here squealing, you know. Just can't do it. It's not the same if you do it all at the same time. That's right. Yeah. Got to keep them coming back for more. You gotta so, wait. Yeah. You gotta wait for them to just kind of grab onto you and pull you in. You know. Right, there you go. There you yep. go. There yep. You go. That's what we need. That's what we need. But uh, if you all Me- metaphorically, friends, metaphorically, of course. Oh, of course, of yeah. course, yeah. of course. But with that said, I think we've uh, covered about everything tonight, and uh, we'll be back next week. Send us all your trades, your questions. Um, Comments on Kyle's hair, all that good stuff. Look at him. He's he's fuzzy-headed motherfucker. Look at him. Just fuzzy-headed. I thought you said nobody saw this. No, they will. Maybe I screenshotted it. (gasps) Maybe you did, and then maybe you could post it along when you post this to Twitter. Maybe. Look at Kyle's hair, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. You're about to be a star, Kyle. At least the no. beard looks good. That beard, I, I that beard looks damn good, man. Yeah. Hey, thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. I, I like what Hollywood's got going on, too. Mine goes just grows in su- such... It grows in like white trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, all right. I look like I if I grow mine out, I, I look like if if I grew my facial hair out and got a tan, I could probably go hang out in the Middle East. Oh, oh, snap. I look like like straight up like shoe bomber. <laughs> like, yeah. Like you guys see ever seen knocked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they make fun of the guy who doesn't shave his beard. Yep. And they just like, yeah. Yep. That's what mine looks like. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. It's, it gets rough. That's what she and, said. And it's no shave. No, it's no shave November, baby. Yeah, right? baby. Oh, it is no shave November. It is. Oh, man. I might have to let this thing just roll. Along Dude. with no, no, not November, but. E- easy. I don't know how anybody's doing. Easy. 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 Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Explicit. 